You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hey, what's going on? It's Trip from TripAdvice.com and the How to Talk to Girls podcast. Big welcome to you. If you're just joining us for the first time, get ready because you're in for a real nice treat of tips and techniques on how to get the girl, how to get a girlfriend, how to communicate with women in that secret language so that you can get her attracted to you. All that good stuff here on these podcast episodes. So welcome. And again, if you're just joining us for the first time, I give away a free gift. It is a video of one of my students doing an approach and he's talking to two hot girls and he gets their number and I film the entire interaction and then I edited it. So I broke it down. So you hear me in the background explaining everything he's doing right, everything he's doing wrong. So go ahead and get that gift if you haven't already, tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift so you can learn exactly what to do when you want to approach a hot girl, get her number, and get her on a date. And here's the cool thing about it too is that he actually did end up going on a date with one of those girls that he got the number from and hooked up with them. So that interaction is a solid interaction to learn from because it did end up and him getting results. So check that out, tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. And as always, a reminder to subscribe to the podcast so you can get updates on the latest ones. We're putting out almost two a week at this point, and uh, they're just coming in like crazy. So, so yeah, check that out. And go ahead and leave a review. I love seeing the reviews. I love hearing your feedback. I want to hear from you. What is it that you like about the podcast? Do you have any suggestions for the podcast? Go ahead, leave a review. I read every single one. Okay, let's get into today's interview. So I'm interviewing Christian Hudson from the Girlfriend Activation System. And this is a program that he's created. Thousands of guys have invested in this program and learned how to get a quality girlfriend. And so I told him, he's a buddy of mine. I was like, yo, Christian, come on the podcast and dish out some of your best tips and techniques for getting a girl attracted to you and also getting her to be your girlfriend. So without further ado, here's the interview with me and Christian. Listen closely, take notes because he is going to give you some specific examples of stuff you can do to get girls really interested in you. Check it out. Hey, Christian. What's going on, man? Happy to have you here today. Hey, great to be here, Trip. I really appreciate you asking me to join you. Love what you're doing and uh, glad to be uh, connecting with your listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said before, Christian is the creator of the Girlfriend Activation System. And so obviously, Mm -hmm. I had to have him on here to talk to us about what are the best steps to get a girlfriend. But I don't want to just talk about how to get any girlfriend because i really think anyone can get a girlfriend you know anytime they want any type of girl but 
I want to talk about getting a real high quality, beautiful, uh, you know, bubbly personality, the, the type of girl that you really want type of girlfriend. And that's why I brought Christian on. So, so yeah, man, let, just tell me a little bit like how you got Thanks, started man. and, and how everything kind of yeah, sure. know, happened and then we'll go from there. Sure. Sure. Well, I'll try to try to keep it quick. <laughs> um, I really struggled with women and insecurity and self doubt for a lot of you know for for most of my life until my like mid twenties I guess you could say um, had a couple girlfriends but definitely you know there was like a four year one in high school who pushed me around and cheated on me and and that wasn't cool <laughs> um, so in my mid twenties I was on a date and like it I spent like three hundred or six hundred bucks on this girl over three dates and it just like I really liked her, but I didn't get any signals about like whether she was into me or not. And that was when I like. There's a long story, and it's actually uh, on my my girlfriend activation uh, video. But that was when I realized I realized I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I need some help with this, and I'm not afraid to admit it. So looking for help uh, led me in a lot of different directions. Uh, I was actually running a, a software company at the time, and one of my employees at the company knew about the the dating advice community, um, which was very, um, very nascent at the time and a, and a bit strange. But uh, he introduced me. Uh, we were located in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And when I left the company, he introduced me to a guy who was a, a sort of luminary in this dating advice community. And so that guy asked me to help him run his business. And I thought that'd be a pretty good opportunity. Um, I was going back to college to finish my degree at the time. So yeah, so I jumped right in and, and then that book, The Game, came out and this guy had participated in it. He, he was a character in the book. And so our business just exploded like very, very quickly. Um, and so I was all of a sudden thrust in the role of doing boot camps and teaching other guys how to do this stuff and you know, learned pretty quickly on my feet about, let's call it the, the art, of, you know, art of attraction and, and connection. But, um, but I was definitely not getting the, you know, the women that I wanted. And I, you know, I found that the the sort of women I was meeting um, were were pretty shallow, and and that's because I was being, you know, pretty shallow. And so after several years of, you know, having a lot of fun, but but also, you know, ultimately thinking like, geez, I I wish I would. There, I know there's got to be something more than this. I'd, I'd really like some long term relationships here with quality women. Um, that's when I start again my own search, and that, that that's really what marked the turning point for me for like. You know, I, okay, I've been learning stuff in the dating advice community from other people, and now I'm really gonna like take it upon myself to make this mine and um, you know, figure out what I want and what's really important. So that was uh, that was, gosh, probably 2008 when I started. You know, what's now called the Social Man, and um, you know, for years just trying to figure out, okay, well, you know, how do I move beyond this and get more serious, and uh, ultimately. Kind of figured it out, uh, so that's. I think that's why we're talking today. And by the way, I hope I'm being succinct and clear. I'm uh, halfway through a cup of coffee, and and uh, my, I think my brain is still waking up. No, you're good. You're good. Don't worry. But yeah, I, I, just off of what you're saying, it seems like a lot of guys they get into this whole seduction thing and dating thing and learning about how to get better, and then they do come to this realization sometimes right away. Sometimes it takes them a few years. For me, it took me a few years. But you get to the point where you're like, you know what? I'd really like to use these skills 
to get into a long-term relationship with one of these girls that I've been meeting instead of just having like one night mm-hmm. stands. And don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, you know, I'm, I'm very pro one night stands, threesomes, whatever you want to do with this kind of stuff. But it, it is, it always seems to be a majority of the guys end up going towards the fact that, you know what? Okay. I'd like to settle down now. Cause I want to see what that's like, you know, what's it like to have an amazing mm-hmm. relationship? So they start to learn, okay, what are the things I can do to, not just get the girl, but really keep her around and get her really, you know, interested in me and and love me, you know. And mm-hmm. so, and, and, so, and you know, the, the the interesting thing that I've seen is that um, that often require it, it requires a new degree of growth, uh, far beyond you know what you typically see in in a lot of the you know you call it the seduction community. I don't I don't even think of that word too much anymore because it's. It's been, you know, it's it just not something that a concept that I find particularly useful in my life. But again, that's that's a phase of development. So I think, you know, what's interesting to me is, you know, you also use the word skills. So skills is something that that doesn't that I don't think about that much, but I know that I really used to uh, when I was, you know, in my twenties and trying to get better at this stuff. And and so the shift to having fun and you know, and being that guy who's learned some cool stuff and is and is out there, you know, whether it's one night stands or threesomes or what have you, uh, the shift from from being that guy to being a guy in a relationship is really one of um, shifts in beliefs and values and in shedding uh, some of the things that a lot of guys learn in the you know we'll call it the seduction community. Um, in fact, in the course, I, I go through. Uh, I think it's it's seven items. Uh, it's been a while since I created the course, but uh, but there's you know there's a whole bunch of stuff that I call like it, critical for a relationship ready man, and it stands you know far opposed to uh, you know what a lot of teachings in the seduction community uh, say. So for example, um, I'm just trying to think of like you know one one that really jumps out. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Again, coffee is not fully activating my uh, my neocortex right now, but uh, it's it's working its way through my through my limbic system and, and up. Um, let me try. Let me think. Okay, so like, so there's there's values, and then there's like some bad beliefs from like the dating advice community. So um, okay, here's one. Here's one. This is this is it. So I think one one piece of advice that is in the community is like women like ladies men. And the the rephrase that I have for that is like women like men who like ladies. So a ladies man is a guy who tries to like who wears on his sleeve that he's good with women and that he sleeps with women. And if he doesn't outright say it, then he he vibes it and schmoozes it, and you know, like you, you kind of get it from talking to him. Uh, versus a man who likes ladies, it's like you know, you can be in a serious, committed, long-term monogamous relationship and still love women. And, um, you know, that can come out, but you can also have that boundary, which is set by uh, your own values, where you say, you know what, I love women, but I'm not going to uh, act on that in any ways which are going to compromise my relationship or cause me to disrespect, uh, you know, the woman of my life. So there's also an element of wanting to prove something and, uh, sometimes to other women, sometimes to themselves. So it's that's where you get the you know quote unquote ladies man, and that's where you've got to really 
you know, do some work to, uh, on your ego and to, to shed that aspect of yourself in order to be a, a really good partner for a long-term relationship. Got it. Right. So what do you think then the girl or woman I should say is, is kind of looking for and, and what, what is she with that said, like, what is she seeing in you? Like, how are you acting? Cause I know that the guy who's listening right now, you know, he is really based on, you know, all right, what are the moves? What are the things I do? How do I do that? You know, what's, the, what's the technique mm-hmm. behind it? So I can actually of course, put that into of course. practice. So like, <laughs> what what is something that a guy, the guy can do that w- a woman would see something like that would see that inside? Yeah, of sure. Well, that's you know a great question, and it's actually in that situation a little bit about what you, what you would remove versus what you would do because we're assuming ah, okay. that we're assuming that this guy this this proverbial uh, this hypothetical man is he's already gone through he's developed some dating advice skills he's having some choice he's having some success and. And now he's dealing with a bit of the blowback from that and, and having to, you know, to recalibrate towards a relationship. Um, so, you know, so in that situation, again, it's going to like, I'll give you a great example. Um, very, very easy one. Uh, a, a girl I know went out with a guy who runs a prominent dating advice community or prominent dating advice uh, company. And uh, he, he spent a bit of time telling her how good he was with women. And like, you know, that, that's that's a very extreme example. Um, most guys have the common sense not to do that. But like on their date, he's telling her, "Yes, I'm very good with women," and it's, it's like, "Show me, don't tell me." Um, you know, that was a very clear example to her of, "Okay, this guy still has something to prove." And then you can get degrees removed from that, where you know you'll get guys who talk about their exploits with women or how much fun they have, or you know, it could just be aspects of their life where you get a guy who goes out, he's partying a lot. Um, you know, and this was me, frankly. And in, in when I was living in New York, I was partying all the time. And so, you know, women would would go out and they'd be like, "Oh, what do you do?" I'd be like, "I go to nightclubs five nights a week." And that's just, you know, you know, then you start talking about the details. But oh, I got all these female friends, and you know, all this crazy stuff going on. And it's like, okay, I I know where this guy is is in his life. Um, so, so that's again, I think it's a matter of degrees in removing things. Now, for guys who just want to skip the game and jump right into a relationship, there's a ton of techniques that I teach. And actually, I think one of the reasons that uh, the the girlfriend activation system has sold so well is because we, <clears throat> you know, we we were the first people to kind of kind of come out and say, okay, like you don't need to be a pickup artist in order to get an amazing girlfriend. You you can skip a couple, you know, quote unquote steps. Learn some skills, but but jump right into a relationship. So I'd be happy to talk about uh, you know a technique from from the course if if that'd be a useful uh, you know yeah. if, if that'd be a useful next step for this. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Let's not waste any time. Uh, hang on, another hear it. another sip of another sip of coffee here. One second. All right. Mm. All right. I'm also trying to pack as we speak. Um, I, so it's like he's a busy man, which is not going well at all. Which yeah, it's not going well at all. Like all my snowboarding gear is like just laid out in front of me, and um, and I can't figure out which bag to put. <laughs> so um, we'll just focus on the the interview for now. All right. So a technique for okay. Here's one thing. So in the course, the very first thing I talk about is dominance, and I think that for a lot of guys who are not in the community as we call it, who haven't, who are like new to to all of this and discovering my material for the first time as as their entry to dating advice, this is really useful because a lot of guys are very passive and they don't demonstrate their interest. Um, they 
they just kind of like wait to make a move. And so dominance is something that I teach not in a not an overly aggressive way, not in a no means yes sort of way, but in a hey, you've got to like really show your desire. And and actually, it's very attractive for women to you know to feel that desire from a man as long as it's done the right way. You know, it's not attractive for a woman to be harassed to give someone a hard no and then like have him keep coming after her. Um, you can read Van Gogh's memoirs if you want to hear the consequences of that. Um, I think it leads to cutting off your ear. But uh, uh, but like you know, there's definitely a degree of dominance that that I think the average guy who's never studied this stuff before needs to develop. And and that's I, I mentioned that just because I um, again there's there's those two different use cases. There's the guy who's never been through this material before, and then there's a the guy who's who's studied a lot of dating advice stuff. And in that case. He needs to probably play down the dominance um, because he's probably picked that up as in a course of the study. Um, so that's that's more of a character trait. And you know, I'll give you an example of a you know of, of something that I talk about in the course. There was one time where um, you know I was I was just on the streets of New York. It was like two a.m. Everybody's emptying from the bars, and I see this very attractive girl getting into a taxi, and. You, you know, the, the taxi just sitting in traffic as often happens in the Lower East Side around that time. So, you know, walk up to the window, just like knock on the window. And I'm like, and the girl kind of rolls the window down. I guess I was somewhat non-threatening. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, hey, she's like, hey, I said, I find you very attractive. What's your name? And she's like, oh, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, hey, um, you know, I'm, I'm Christian. Uh, I know this is bad timing, but can I have your number? She's like, um, I was like, look, you're about to leave. I think you're insanely hot. Like, just give me your number. And I hand her the phone. And I was like, you know, we can take it from there. So that's, you know, it's, it's just kind of like putting your balls on the line and showing this girl that, that you're interested in her. Um, it's, it's, it's a very easy example to talk about. There's, there's many others in the course. But stuff like that, if, if done the right way and if done respectfully, um, women tend to dig it. So that's, that's an example of dominance. Um, and so another what happened with, what happened with the girl? Oh. oh, I dated her for a little bit. Okay, um, so it worked yeah, really uh, well we, then. We, oh, yeah. Yeah, it worked out great. Um, we you know, started texting each other, and, and there was definitely a little bit of uh, skepticism I had to overcome. But uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, that was no problem. And so, yeah, we dated for a little bit. Um, but let, there's another great technique that I like to teach guys. And again, this is for guys who... Don't really have that sense of dominance, and and who are still probably giving up a little bit much of their own interests. So this is a, another problem that a lot of guys have when they really like a, a woman. Is you know, and I always say like, don't change the game when the stakes are high. Um, you know, just just because you really are into a woman doesn't mean that you should act different or you know all of a sudden just become like you know let, let your emotions become this unstructured you know, jellyfish blob that, that seeps everywhere. <laughs> You've still got to keep things in check. Um, so, so one thing that guys do is they give away their interest far too soon. Um, and, and they don't play it cool enough, or as I like to say, mysterious enough. This is a really key element uh, for women is to have some sense of mystery about a guy and like, does he like me? Um, you know, that's actually really fun for a woman. If again, done in a respectful, non- non-manipulative way. Um, it's, it's, it's a great experience. And, and I'm sure we've all felt this too. It's like when you don't know if a woman is into you and then, and then you like get that text in response or you get that first kiss or she tells you she likes you or whatever it is, it feels really good because you're like anticipating 
it's it and this is this we could go into to brain chemistry but it's you know the dopamine system it's it's an anticipation and then and then uh, a, a reward so you want to create that experience for a woman so here's how you would end a first date if you're kind of new to all this um this is I, I i wouldn't tell everybody to do this but but it it works for everyone um so let's say you're dropping her off at her house or in in new york you're in a taxi um what you're going to do is at the end of the date you're going to you know, look her deeply in the eyes and then lean in and kiss her on the cheek. And you're going to deliberately kind of swerve your head around and, and go for the cheek. So there's no, she doesn't get any impression that you're even trying to go for her lips. It should like be deliberately like you're going for the cheek. Um, it's ideal if you could hold her hands while you're doing this. And you, like you're looking in the eye and you say, you know, hey, I had an amazing time tonight. You go in, kind of tilt your head to the side, kiss her on the cheek. You come back out, you look her deeply in the eyes. And you give her this little smile and you say, uh, we might just have to do this again sometime. And, and let your smile widen and just stand in that moment and, and look her deeply in the eyes and, and appreciate her. And the, the reason this works is because it creates a sense of mysteriousness and it removes that confirmation that she would otherwise have of this guy likes me. You know, if you go for the kiss on the lips, it's like, okay, yeah, I got him. Like, he likes me. But when you deliberately go for the kiss on the cheek and you say, we might just have to do this again sometime uh, with a smile, uh, what it does is it, it removes the confirmation that she would otherwise have. So, so let's take the alternate scenario. You go for the kiss. Maybe she kisses you back. Maybe she doesn't. Um, but in either case, she knows she's like, okay, I, this guy likes me. Uh, I've, I've got him, quote unquote. So that removes the element of uncertainty and and she, you know, maybe if there's another guy pursuing her, um, that's more interesting. Um, but the point is, she's like, she can check that box, like, okay, this guy likes me. And if she really likes you too, great, no problem. Um, you know, that's why it's it's fine to go for the kiss on the first date if you have a very good sense that the date went well, and 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 you're, you know, you're you're not worried about that. Um, but for most guys who don't have that sense, it's going to be like. This this allows them to keep that sense of uncertainty in the woman's mind because now she's going to leave the date and she's going to be thinking like, oh my gosh, like did I do this right? Like normally guys just want to see me again, and you know normally every guy likes me, but this guy like he I don't know I don't know, and so you know now she's thinking about you and she's like wondering when she's going to hear from you again. You know it basically creates that unanswered question that that every human wants to have answered in their mind. So that's the effect of this. And that's why it's, it's so useful, um, especially for guys who you know, are used to kind of giving away their emotions too easily when, when they're really into a woman. Right. And it sounds like what you're doing there is you're just building this tension and you're building this sexual tension. And that's mm-hmm. a turn on for a woman. It's a turn on for a man too. I mean, just like you were saying, it's, it's kind of like, it reminds me of like watching a movie right? Like you're watching Mm -hmm. a really dramatic, like a good movie, by the way, one that's Mm -hmm. really like intense, dramatic, and you're on the edge of your seat. And the tension is so high because you're not sure like who's going to win, who's going to lose, are they going to kill the bad guy? Yeah, exactly. It builds up to that climax. And that's kind of like what you're doing. So you'll get to the point where you'll have that climactic moment when you guys are, um, you know, like you, they, they, you both know for sure that you're into each other, and then it's like this amazing moment. It feels so good, and then you're you're happy to be with that person. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yep. Exactly. That's really, cool. That's really cool. So, 
Uh, we're we're getting a little short for time here, but do you have any more techniques or tips that you can share with us? Maybe one last one. Uh, let me uh, think. Yeah, I mean, there's there's always there's always plenty. Um, let me think of a good one that I can succinctly share with you. Um, okay, so this is another big one for guys who are nervous. Um, it's uh, it, it it starts with a principle, and then we'll I'll give you an example of it in action. So I call it live in the moment, flirt with the future. Uh, a lot of guys, a shocking number of guys, um, you've probably done this. I've certainly done this. And and even like a celebrity who I talked to recently uh, in a coaching context, um, he does this. <laughs> and I was like, this, this is a guy you never, never, ever think would have a problem. But, um, you know, th- th- there you go. Uh, he does. So <laughs> what it is, is like when when guys are really into women, um, they often start to overconfirm things about the future. Um, so you're on a date and you're like, oh, hey, so what are you doing on Saturday? And she's like, oh, Saturday, I'm doing this and this. You're like, oh, cool. Uh-huh. And and then you're like, you know, you you have that plan in your mind of that thing you want to do with her, and and maybe you throw it out there and you're like, hey, so listen, I was thinking maybe we could, you know, go to the dog park on Sunday and you know, it'd be really fun. Like, would you would you be interested in that? So um I, I, this this definitely used to happen to me is like when I would really like women, um, I would like constantly be trying to confirm things in the future. It also happens on text message a lot. Um, so you shouldn't do that, uh, obviously. It, it shows a degree of neediness, which totally kills the mystery, uh, totally kills attraction. And and she can sense it uh, in, in the sub-communications, even if she can't sense it um, in your, you know, in, in, the, in the outward expression of your words. So uh, what you want to do instead is, is you want to live in the moment with her. And, and that's the first part of this principle. Live in the moment basically means that um, you want to spend as much time with her having great emotions and a lot of fun and getting serious and deep and, uh, and serious in a good way, like, like really getting to know her as possible when you're with her. Because if, if every moment with her is amazing, then then that enough there that alone is going to make her want to see you again. So don't try to confirm the future. Just have a great time when you guys are together. And this, by the way, this goes for the bar when you're out. Like when you're out, when you're talking to women, you know, go out, have fun, just live in the moment, be present, and you know, and and women will be attracted to you. <laughs> Versus if you're nervous, if you're in your head, if you're thinking about like, oh gosh, like what do I say in five minutes from now? Um, so that's the first part of it is live in the moment. And then flirt with the future basically means all those things that you want to do with her. Throw them out there, but throw them out there as as like giveaways, as things that you may or may not end up doing, and that you're not too attached to, uh, whether they happen or not. So, so let's let's make this practical now um, from from the principle we just discussed. So, uh, and, and this is the example I would always use. Back in New York, there was this place called Artichoke Pizza. It was really delicious pizza. It's my favorite pizza in New York. And uh, so you'd be out on a date. And I'd be talking to him and we'd be talking about food, you know, a great, great conversation talk. Oh, are you into food? What kind of food do you like? So on and so forth. And, you know, so let's just say I go, oh, do you like pizza? She goes, yeah, of course I love pizza. I say, well, you know, who doesn't love pizza? Do you, but, but what's your favorite pizza? So now I'm going to, you know, get a little bit of input from her, have her tell me what, why it's her favorite pizza. I'm going to say, well, you know, so respond to that. Oh, cool. Interesting. Uh, you know, sounds good. We'll have to go sometime. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> so I'm already starting to flirt with the future. I'm like, oh, maybe we'll have to go sometime. And then, uh, and then I'll say, oh, so how about 
artichoke. Have you been to artichoke pizza? And if she says no, I'm like, what? You've never been to artichoke? Oh, good Lord. I, you know, don't know if I can even sit with you right now. So that's a common dating advice technique. It's, it's a barrier, right? You're just throwing up like a, a little tease. And, um, and I should say, oh, why, why not? And he's, gosh, this pizza is, is incredible. So now you're going to have fun talking about it. You know, they, do you like artichoke sauce? Yes. Do you like cheese? Yeah. Well, imagine those two things on a pizza baked to perfect doughy perfection. I kind of wish I was having some right now. It's like, yeah, it sounds so good. Be like, yeah, like if we hang out again, we will absolutely have to go there. It's it's just so good. Um, and and honestly, like if this you know continues on, we end up six shots in at two a.m. Like we're definitely going there tonight. So she's gonna laugh and be like, no, but but that but that probably shouldn't happen. So what other foods are you into? So okay, let's break that all down. Um, you know, I closed that statement off with, so what else are you into? Uh, what other foods are you into? So like. I'm living in the moment, having fun talking about the pizza, teasing her, flirting with her, learning about her. Critically, I, I would spend a lot of time learning about what, what pizza she liked. Well, as, as much time is required for one to talk about uh, how much pizza they like. Um, so I would learn, learn about that. And then, you know, and then I'm going to go into uh, what's, uh, you know, talking about the artichoke and, and how great it is and like how bad the service is. And it's kind of a shitty establishment, but like, it's it's so good. So living in the moment. And then you notice I threw out there, yeah, like if we keep hanging out, like I'll definitely have to take you there sometime. And in fact, like if this date goes insanely well and we're like six shots in at 2 a.m., then we're definitely going there. But you know, that probably shouldn't happen. I got work tomorrow. Uh, anyway, like what, you know, what kind of, uh, what, what other types of food do you like? So I'm flirting with the future. I'm throwing these things out there that, uh, that that may or may not happen. And in doing so, I'm, I'm doing two things. The first thing I'm doing is kind of creating this image in her mind of all these things that we could do. And so that inherently is more interesting to a woman than a guy who has no direction, is looking to a woman for leadership and, and to tell uh, him what she wants to do, and who doesn't live a full life. You know, the, the, This guy, on the other hand, he lives a full life. He's got all these suggestions. You could do this again and again and again about aquariums, about surfing, about snowboarding, whatever it is. You can even say like, yeah, you know, like we get, uh, I've got this story that I think you've heard trip where I like got hammered one night and jumped on a plane uh, when I was still hammered in, down to Mexico. And like, so, you know, I like, uh -huh. I used to like to tell that story. I'd be like, yeah, you know, I, let's, let's get drunk and get on a plane to Mexico tonight. We'll see what happens. Um, so obviously it's not going to happen, but but you're throwing it out there. So you, you do this enough and you create all these, you know, what we would call future memories with a woman where her mind is filled up with all this fun stuff you guys are going to do. Um, but the second part of it is you're not attached to any of them. You just threw them out there and totally nonchalant and like, it's, it's all good, you know, and, and you're not trying to get her to confirm to any of these. There's no date attached to any of them. And so it's just very, very nonchalant. Um, and that, that works very well because you know the woman's like okay like he he's not needy he's not trying to push me into any of this so you give her all these future memories but you don't try to lock her in and it just opens the doorway to you know all sorts of fun for you guys to have in the future without her feeling any pressure or her feeling like oh god like the moment i the moment i give more of my affection to this guy he's just going to become an emotional tampon and I think the coffee has finally kicked in which, because I'm talking quite a bit. 20 minutes too late. Um, 
No, that's great. And another thing that I like about that technique there is that it's whether you mean it or not, you know, even if you're not really trying to set up a date with her, you don't really necessarily are trying to get her to go get artichoke pizza or whatever it is. Yeah, sure, it, sure. It's all really just good flirting. Like it's just a good mm-hmm. way to flirt mm-hmm. with the girl because because you're you're showing, and I always talk about this, like you're showing your intentions. Right, but, mm-hmm. you're, but that's the perfect way to do it because you're not doing it in a like you said you're not doing it in a needy way. You're doing it in a very subtle way. So she's like, "Whoa, I think this guy likes me." He's like talking about hanging out again, but I'm not really sure because he's not really pushing it. And so again, you're yeah, just building yeah. that tension right there that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So that's just a great way to flirt with a that girl. Sense of mystery. Yeah. yeah, exactly. 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 I love it. Well, Christian, yep. man, this cool, was, man, this is great. I feel like we could talk for another like three hours on this stuff. I'm sure you're filled with, with a ton of techniques. And if you're still listening, and I hope you are because he just gave away some great stuff, you should check out the Girlfriend Activation System. And what I'll do is I'll put a link in the description of the podcast so you'll be able to go and check that out and see if it's good for you. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Christian, any last words, anything you want to say? Uh. No, man. Go go forth, have fun, and, and live an awesome life, guys. And Trip, thank you for uh, having me here. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Good to have you, man. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Yep. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to Trip at tripadvice.com. Mm-hmm.